Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Need the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low You know the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, we remain in quiet, wide-sweeping consolidation in these markets. Not much happening, not much to get excited about, not a, not a heck of a lot to even think about, which makes sense. It's, uh, it's August, it's the summer. Uh, we're making a big deal about Turkey. We're making a big deal about this, a big deal about that. How about the markets are just in big, wide, sweeping congestion? How about we're just, uh, you know, reaching the, the potential ending near the end of this bull market of, four, of uh, fourfold? Um, you know, again, can we make a big deal out of everything? Sure. I mean, but, uh, listen, you notice all the big big name anchors are are on vacation already, so they're telling you that there's nothing to think about right here. Uh, is are we are, is the end near? Well, you know, I, I've I've yet to see a market end in August, but I, I think you could certainly look at the warning signs are there that the end is coming. Okay, the warning signs are telling us that you know we are now. Again, I think I've told this story before, but it always repairs. Re, 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 it's always worth repeating. Excuse me, having a little trouble my words today. Uh, and that is very simple. Uh, the uh, the overwhelming situation is that it takes time for the markets to end. It takes time to build upon. Uh, the pressure that it will take to actually bring this market down to its knees. And I think that is something that we will uh, eventually get to. Again, you know, we're not we're not calling for the end of the world. We're not, you know, we're not worried about, you know, the end coming. We know that it's going to come. We know that it, it most likely will uh, <laughs> we'll move back from there. <laughs> and you know, I, I think that, you know, one of the things that we have to just remember is that we're not going to put ourselves in a position to try to outguess the market here. Uh, and I, I think that um, uh, we, we continue to focus on what is uh, the, the big picture. But what happens is, is, is we start seeing... Uh, uh, time, we start seeing things change, and before we know it, the markets then decide that it's the time is right. I mean, it doesn't happen. You know, we don't decide the night before 
that uh, it, it's going to end. It starts to build. And as I was, t- I get that here's the story I was getting to. Uh, back in 1987, there was a a writer that used to write commentary for the markets, and uh, the 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 market in, in August of that year, which was a big boom year. Uh, the writer started to put it below on his commentary, which he always put at the end, was sell, 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 every day. And, of course, on October 19th, it came to fruition. If we go back to just 08, you know, the market started to show activity that the end was near, actually in January of 08, and it finally culminated in um, in in October of 08 and in uh, uh, November of 08. So that is exactly what we look to find. And, and again, that's why we cannot predict, you know, what will finally uh, say that it's, it's going to be the end. But we, we do know that there are signs out there that are creating some warning. There are signs out that are saying it may be coming near the end. And that's all we can do. We can continue to watch the market footprint and we can continue to uh, worry about, you know, what's going to happen. But one of the things I always just tell you is just watch the current market footprint, okay? And if you're watching the current footprint, then you really have nothing to worry about because you'll have a general idea. If you're going to try to guess and outsmart the market, then you will find out that you're going to be uh, in in grave in grave danger. Um, and uh, I, I think that what you look at is you say, uh, "Well, okay, right now markets are very quiet, so there's probably not a lot for me to do. Uh, I certainly don't want to reach out here." And why wouldn't I want to reach out here? Well, the the simple reason that we wouldn't want to reach here is because there's not enough action. There's not enough volatility. There's not enough things that show us that we need to be uh, involved. And, And that creates the bigger story. And I think when you start to recognize the things that can happen, I think you then find that, yes, indeed, um, it just means that I need to be more patient because I think when, you find, when, you, when you're patient, you can make a clear decision about what you're trying to do. I think you can put yourself in a better position of what you're trying to do. And that becomes a much bigger story okay is to be patient enough to wait for opportunity so that you can kind of see it when it's starting to come instead of trying to anticipate it because one of the big things that we always know is that if we try to anticipate and guess before it's time typically what will happen is we will be forced out before we get the fruits of the risk we're willing to take and I think that becomes 
a much bigger story for most of us because we do not put ourselves in the best position of success. What we do is we put ourselves in the position of potential failure. And again, I think that is something that we can all watch for and, and, and become smarter about is to say, hey, you know, where are we? How are we going to accomplish the next step? And how can we put ourselves in the best position? And when you learn that, it gives you, it doesn't guarantee victory, but it certainly puts you in a higher position of probability when you do. And that's kind of how we like to look for situations in any market. They're all the same. It's just a question of how to put yourself in the best position. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. And I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. I want to remind you to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. The only station you need. Also, you can get the Sporting Edge there as well. And of course, uh, as I mentioned, we are doing a webinar on Saturday about hedging your portfolio. So then a lot of this times becomes a moot, point, a moot point, but you can go to BubbaTrading.com and there's a, a, a little link there. You can fill it out and join me for free on Saturday at noon as I talk about hedging your portfolio. And for those of you regular listeners, you know I talk about hedging all the time. So maybe you want to know what I'm talking about when I talk about it. So go to BubbaTrading.com and check it out. And we're going to step out of here for a break and we'll be back with more of The Bubba Show after the break. Top of board, it's The Bubba Show. We're coming right back. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz with you. Spectacular gold commitment of trade report forecast. A huge six months ahead. Okay. So what they're talking about here, what's happening is there's two sets of commercials. Okay. And there's a there's a commitment of traders report that comes out every Tuesday. Gives you the positioning of the commercial traders. Now, the smart commercials which are the banks and those guys, they're typically always well short or way short metals, okay? And they're never wrong because they continue to assume, uh, can, they continue to accumulate physicals. In the meantime, they have their smaller short position in probably in my lifetime, okay? The investor commercials are as short as they've ever been. That is a perfect mix for a huge move, okay? Which is why I'm really open for 1180 first. Now we could stop, and again, I could we could the level could change, but that's what's happening. So you could see a big booster. Do you need the euro again, or do you have it now? I'm not sure. I you know I don't always look up. So, Elon Musk Tesla sued for fraud over tweets going private. How'd you, what did everybody think about that? Now where's the regulators on that whole deal? Okay, I mean to me. It may not be, and I'm not a lawyer, but that may be about as illegal as I can I can get to, okay? And again, what is he really trying to do? He's trying to squeeze the shorts. I don't care. You know, he may get this company private, but I don't know who wants to pay $72 billion for Tesla, for a company that can't make any money, okay? So I don't know what anybody else thinks, but to me, that was a, the, the regulator should be there, in my opinion. 
And I'm not a big fan of regulars, as you know. Forensic accountants. Yeah, that's like, remember Pennzoil back in the 80s? The only one who made money on that deal was the lawyers. How the global trade contraction begins. And again, this is what's happening. If you've watched any of the emerging markets, they're all collapsing. Why? Well, one of the reasons is a stronger dollar. Okay, But you're going to see some contraction here. Now, is that going to be enough to push the banks over the edge? You know, again, one thing about banks is they like to continue to say, if you're paying, let's say you're paying $1,000 a month, okay? They go, out. Well, I'll tell you what, you can pay 800 a month. You can pay 500 a month. They just want you to keep paying. So we'll see how this all plays out. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Here, here's your emerging markets, okay? Doesn't look too, doesn't look very appealing at the moment, okay? And again, it can only get worse. And if the dollars, and if the dollar continues to be strong, it's going to get worse. If they continue to try to avoid trade, it's going to get worse. Because one thing you know, we are the largest economy in the world. We can do. We don't need anybody. Okay, I'm not saying we should not use anybody, but we don't need anybody. Okay, we can do it all here ourselves. So, I hope that everybody decides that you know what. It is time to have fair and free trade and to get the government out of the way. Real wages decline year over year. Now, this is interesting because, you know, you keep hearing, and I'm happy with the jobs. I mean, I'm not happy, but I think the jobs are getting better. And I think wages are starting to pick up. But the real problem is still the same problem, right? Guys my age, let's say 45 to 65, that were machine tool workers or manufacturing guys that are uneducated and women, Okay, that don't have an education, where are they going to go? Okay, there are, those jobs aren't available. Okay, President Trump can talk about the manufacturing jobs; they're not available, right? So they're not making enough money. And when you tie in the lack of health care and things, real wages are declining. Okay, yes, at the at the at the entry level, and at the 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 part time or the you know the service level, yes, they are they are rising, but real wages are declining. And of course, they're not keeping up with the pace of inflation. Ghanaian president stated recent that other African nations need to live within their means. Well, that would be, that would be nice. The mathematical equation that caused the banks to crash. This is what we were talking about a little earlier. This is the derivatives upon derivatives upon derivatives, and they're doing the same thing again. Okay. Again, you don't hear about it because nobody talks about it. Why? Because they're just making so much money. What do they care? And then you tie into the fact that they don't care because they know that the Federal Reserve is going to be there. This is the fallacy of the Federal Reserve. Okay, that's the problem that I have. In the meantime, expect it. Know that it's coming. Okay. Again, I'm a long-term bull. Everybody should know that by now. I believe the markets go up 8% year over year. But I also know that there is a nasty crash coming up, which is why I'm doing a hedging webinar early. Because to me, there's going to be a nasty crash coming here. Now, it may not be tomorrow. It may not be next week. It may not be for six months. I don't know when it's going to happen, but you can bet, okay, that it's going to happen. There's too many warning signs, and we are ignoring too many potential problems. And then, of course, this time is different. No, really, it's really different this time. It is never different. It's always the same, okay? Again, you can go back and look at any market. Look at the chart. Here's the chart. It's always the same. Okay, we're at the top of the, the, the market. And again, we could go higher. I'm not saying we're not going higher, but we're, we're very overbought 
on a long-term scale here. Everybody is getting in, but the people that aren't getting in are who? The people that are selling are the people with the money. The people that are selling are the people with the big positions. The people that are selling are the insiders where all these companies are buying back stock. So do you really think that this time is different? It's not. It's never different. I thought the current administration is going to dissolve the Fed and create it. Well, the Fed is a central bank. Okay. Central banking came from England. England has had central banking since the 1600s. They've been stealing from their people since 1600. We've only had it since 1913. 58% of Australians worry about their mortgage. 40%, 42% worry about being homeless. Now, that in itself is no big deal for us. But it should tell you something because we already know there's a bubble in housing in Canada. We already know that in certain parts of this country there's, there's issues. And now you're seeing other nations, other worlds having trouble. The Fed is privately owned, supposedly. It is. Okay. Free speech, monopoly, the game is rigged. Okay, if any of you caught my thing yesterday, um, you know, there is no more free speech if you're going, if you're trying to do it online, if you're trying to do it through social media. They're restricting what you can say. Okay. And that I, fi I find another problem. Okay, because nobody, you know, unless you're in agreement with them, you're not allowed to say it. So where is the where is the old-fashioned soapbox where a guy can stand up in the middle of a park and, and say what he had to say without being um, censored? Now we get censored. The First Amendment is under attack and the Dems keep attacking. Well, you know, again, I just say that, you know, this is one of the problems because, you know, it's the same with this. You know, I hate this every morning. I go to the health club, okay, and I go... I go with my son. He goes with me every morning. We go right from the health club to the gas station to get a Slurpee. That's my. That's like my thing, right? I got to have a Slurpee after I'm done working out. And I hate it that I look at my phone. It says five minutes to home. Okay, because I don't want them to know where I'm at. But yet they know everything, and they continue to cut back on what they can, what you can say, and what's going to be said. And I think that's a tra that's a travesty. And I think that, again, that is a, a big issue, and that's all part of the deep state and all this other crap and. You know, at the end of the day, you know, the free speech that we knew that we that I grew up with, you know, is is it's it's like everything else. We're we're being uh, take it's being taken away from us, brick by brick, piece by piece. And certainly, we have to be concerned about that. I mean, we they've already hijacked the media, and that's been going on for years. They're hijacking our speech. Uh, and I think that, again, that's a, a tragedy. But what's not a tragedy is that this is the Bubba Show. And I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. It's always great to be here and spend some time with you. Uh, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. The only station you need, but make sure you help us out. We're trying to get to our goal of 1 million downloads a month. And in the meantime, as I mentioned earlier, we're doing a webinar on Saturday about hedging. It's free. All you have to do is go to bubbatrading.com, fill out the, the link, and you'll be all set up, and uh, you'll get the recording if you can't make it live. So certainly I urge you to check that out. And, of course, don't forget about our high school investing program. We're trying to help educate the youth of America, running out of cash. And if you want to help us out, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. 
and uh, help us out there as we continue to try to help educate. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, we're going to step out here for a break. We will be right back with more after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scotch Lady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back, my friends, to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horse with you. Who's going to be buying the lira on Monday? Nobody. <laughs> okay. This is again. This is when you have idiotic central bank working. Okay, and now you got a guy in charge that's got no clue. Uh, I mean, he's trying to do something. And again, I look. The market will find about it. All right. If you let the markets trade, the markets will find. Be spot, okay? There is no question that they'll find buyers. The number, the question is where. You know, when Italian bonds went bananas, there was they found sellers at some point. There's always a buyer and a seller somewhere. The recession of 2019, you know, I don't know if we're going to have a recession or not, but certainly China is collapsing right now, okay? All the emerging markets are, are collapsing right now. The euro is collapsing. I don't know. Does that mean that we're immune to all that? I'm not saying, again, I don't want anybody to be afraid from what I'm talking about now. But again, we see these things happen all the time. And nobody knows it because our economists have no clue. They couldn't find their way out of out of a, a forest. You know, it's like I used to tell my kids, I'm going to drop you off in the middle of nowhere. Let's see if we can find your way home. Those guys would never find their way home. Ten years from now, they'll tell us that we had a recession in 2019. But now they could never tell you at then. Erdogan is trying to copy Venezuela's success plan. <laughs> Erdogan, we see the game you're playing. We dare you. Now, is this guy a schmuck or what? I mean, he's talking to, to us. The game you're playing. We dare you. Right. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm melting. I'm, I'm afraid. Okay. Turkey's meltdown should be a valuable lesson to, to risk ignorant investors. Okay. Again, here you see, again, same charts that always appear. You know, it's amazing how history repeats itself over and over again. And again, I'm not telling you that tomorrow is going to, the markets are going to sell off. I have no idea when it's going to happen. But I know from, you know, I've doing this for 39 years. I've seen a number of them. And they don't ever, they never send me a telegram and let me know when they're going to sell them off. Russian finance minister, we may abandon the dollar in oil trade as it is becoming too risky. Another genius. Okay, they've already sold all their debt, you know, they're trying to get out. I mean, where do they think they're going? Again, everything flows through the United States, okay? Especially now that we control our own oil. 
Okay, that was the last piece of the puzzle. But of course, when oil was nine dollars a barrel, barrel. Yes, I am, in Tesla. For your ten minutes at home and comment. <laughs> uh, I mean, again, I'm not saying that it is, but I'm saying that it will. That's really what goes on. <laughs> now hiring me, you need to apply. We already have your information. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. All right, let's look at some stocks. Apple. Alpha, Alpha, Papa Lima. So we were neutral last week. Now, again, I'm short synthetically here myself. Okay, and many of us are. But I see no reason to short this, and certainly I'm not buying. Okay? Basically, what are we in? We're in, in, in consolidation between, I don't know, about 205 and so about 210, right in that neighborhood. Is there any reason for us to sell here? And the answer has to be no. Why would we want to sell or buy here? I mean, if you own it, great, good for you. If you don't own it and you want to own it, certainly if you're hedging it, you can buy it here. But if you don't own it, you might as well wait. There's no reason to get in here. Certainly, if I was going to lean, which obviously by my synthetic position that would indicate, I would be a seller. Okay? But but for, for now, I don't see any reason to get in, involved there. Okay? I think that, you know, again, I think it'll go lower before it'll go higher. But certainly, I have no reason to get short in this market where the chart is. And that's all I really look at. Where's the chart? Where are we going? Some other countries are doing bilateral deals, bypass. Let them bypass us. Look, OPEC has been nothing but a thorn in our ass, excuse me, for as long as I'm alive. Okay? How many times have they held us up? They can't do it anymore. That's the beauty. ABBV, Alpha Bravo Bravo Victor. We thought this was 95 to 100. Well, it did go a little bit below 95, but once again, it bounced right. Look at what's going on here. Now, again, I'd be a seller of this at 100. I'd be a buyer at 95. Okay? I don't see any, nothing has really changed here. Okay? You could say 94, but again, it's 94 to 95 to 100. I think it'll fail the first time through, and then maybe it'll go out the next time. But it, certainly, there's nothing wrong with the pattern. Amba, Alpha, Michael, Bravo, Alpha. Okay, 37 to 41. Does anybody there see a reason why I should change those numbers? <laughs> Here we are, the bottom end, 37 to 41. Now, if we break out to the downside, then we'll reevaluate. But I would, I, I certainly would be a buyer of this at 37 tomorrow. Okay, why? Look at where we're at. We're at the bottom end, we're on support, and we're on support in an oversold market. I mean, the, the setups don't get much better than that. Now, it might fail, but you, you don't get a much better setup that you're on support in a consolidation phase in a market that's oversold. 37 to 41, nothing changed. Amazon. As we said before, okay, right now there's really no reason to trade. This is like, this has got a mind of its own right now, okay? Nothing slows it down for more than a day or so, and then it goes up again higher. 
everybody's pouring in this again. Does this remind you of, of, of the 90s? Okay. Does this remind you of what can happen? Look, I'm not saying that Amazon's going to go down anytime soon, but certainly, I mean, you know, as as you if, if you if you haven't heard the story before, I was short Yahoo at 400. I was forced to cover. I couldn't take anymore, and of course, it went to zero basically uh, back in those days. Uh, and I would do the same thing here. Okay, if I had the capital and wanted to take the risk, I'd be short in this right now. But I'm not, and I'm not recommending it. But I, but I will bet anybody a reasonable amount of money that in the next 12 months, this will be 30 to 40 to 50% less than it's trading today. But right now, it will be neutral. Apache, Alpha Papa Alpha. So we thought 46 was a sale. Bang. Look what happens. Down it came. Got a little bit oversold right away. Popped a little bit. I'd sell it again at 46. I'm not a buyer. I'm not even thinking of looking at this until 41. The same as before. Not much. You know, when the markets, are, when there's not much going on, there's not much, there's not a lot of changes. <laughs> Baba. Bravo Alpha, Bravo Alpha. We thought 175 was a buy. Look at that. The bottom was 174.75. We popped right up almost to 180. I think 175 is still in play. I mean, certainly the pattern is now. Now, it's funny. If you look at this pattern, okay, just take a quick look at this pattern, right? Put it in your mind, your mind, your memory break, right? Now, if you can, if you can in your mind mentally turn it upside down or turn it the other way, right? It probably looks kind of like this pattern, doesn't it? Think about that for a minute. I mean, patterns repeat themselves all the time. This is just the opposite right now of what Amazon is doing. So could this break below? Yeah, it could go. But I mean, again, I would continue to try to play this 175, again, especially based on where it's coming from, based on the conditions we're in right now. So I think 175 to 190 is still the same. Conoco, Charlie Oscar Papa. We thought 72 was a sale. It did get to almost 74, but look at it now, 71. Again, I said, and I repeat, this is not a great trading stock. In fact, I'll probably replace this one. In fact, we're going to take this one off. I mean, it's a good company, and it's a good one to own. I mean, I bought it at 31 or whatever it was and own it. But if as far as this call, I don't think it's really that big a deal. I don't think it really moves enough. Okay. Facebook, Foxtrot, Bravo. We said last week, sell it at 185. What was the high? 188. Where's it now? 180. So what What do we have here? Who knows what, what I'm going to call this right now? I'm going to obviously say something that I've said a thousand years. So what, what, what pattern are we in right now? Let's get a little help from the audience. Yeah, consolidation. I mean, I would say this is 170 to 185 right now. Now, I would bet that it may, at some point here, split the difference, okay? And this may change, okay? It may be, it may end up 177 to 185, or it may end up 177 to 170. But right now, we're 170 to 185, okay? So right at 180, what am I going to do? Nothing, okay? I'm going to look to be a seller at 185. I'll look to be a buyer at 170. is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And of course, uh, don't forget about our hedging webinar on Saturday. 
at noon Eastern. All you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com and you can download the uh, not download. You just sign up for it through the link that's provided for you. Don't forget to download the Bubba Show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm. And of course, don't forget my daily update where you're going to sign up for the webinar. Sign up for the daily update. It's free, no credit card required. And every day after the market's closed, you'll get a three to five minute video giving you what I saw, my thoughts, and where we're going to go from there. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horwitz, and we'll be right back with more of The Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horwitz, The Bubba Show. We're coming right back. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz with you, and let's go to RFD TV with John Jenkinson and talk about the grain markets, the livestock markets, and what's going on and what are my expectations going forward. Here we go. Quarters at 356, but off of the low at 352 and a quarter. December corn at 396 and a half. That is down two and a quarter cents and off of the low of 366. Over in the soybeans, though, a little bit of a mini rally, if we can call it that. The uh, September soybean contract is up four and a quarter cents at 8.54 and a half. November up four and a quarter at 8.66. Getting uh, with it, well, we're within a penny on the top end of that contract at 8.67. But the wheat market's still struggling here today with September down 14 at 5.32 and three quarters for the Chicago wheat. July down nine and three quarters at 5.81. Kansas City wheat market, September down 17 and a quarter at 5.42 and a half. July wheat down 12 and three quarters. It's trading at 6.01. September Minneapolis wheat down 14 and a quarter at 5.94 and a half. July down 13 and a quarter at 6.35 and a half. And uh, we're a little over 200 points lower for the cotton. In fact, December new crop down 2.86 at 82.37. Let's go to the telephone. Standing by is Todd Bubba Horwitz of Bubba Trading, and he joins us now. Todd, good to talk to you on this Monday. Uh, kind of a kind of a little bit of a surprise here just how hard the wheat market is taking this uh, this most recent news even though that report was just a little bit on the friendly side hi john well you know again i'm not surprised that wheat is selling off a little bit here i mean it closed last week up at the top end of the range it was a little bit overbought anyway so a little bit of selling you know won't hurt it a little bit i think let's see we got room i think that you know 525 530 uh are great levels to step in so i again i this nothing has concerned me uh everything is active did pretty much as I would have expected it to act based on uh, the reports on Friday. And don't forget, we had over a dollar rally in wheat going in. So it wasn't like, you know, 14 cents is not really that big of a deal. What about this soybean market? It certainly is showing signs of strength after taking a pretty hard on Friday. Um, money flow has, has basically looked at the soybean market thinking that this is, a, this is a good time to get into this market. Well, if you look at a weekly chart, it stopped on Friday right where you would have expected. In fact, I wrote that over the weekend to my subscribers saying, hey, this was a great level that it didn't. It opened a little lower overnight. It was down about at one time, down to about 851 overnight. And now we're up at 866. I think this is a great area to step in. I, again, I'm looking for, for back to $10. So I think we get a pretty good move here. And I think that, you know, we're seeing, I think, some fear of possible trade deals going on right now, which is forcing some what we call the weak hands to liquidate some positions. But I think you're going to see uh, a much better rally coming. 
What do you make of the dollar? I know that uh, when we've talked to you before on occasions, you said that this dollar could go to par, and we're uh, pretty close to that. We're up 50 points right now, 96.270. Well, I think we're going first to 97, which is not that far away, and then I think we're going to – I think par is in, in the cards before the end of the year. Uh, I think you're seeing a lot of the, the weakness in the other currencies around the globe, and, of course, obviously we have the problem with Turkey. But at the end of the day, the dollar is going to be very strong, and this is what happens when, when the Federal Reserve continues to try to keep pressure on the dollar. It eventually takes off and it goes on its own way. And that's what we're seeing the market take care of it itself. And it's starting to go higher. And I expect to see 97 this week. Okay, Todd, hang on with us. Uh, we'd like to have you back. And we're going to talk about the livestock trade. And folks may invite you to do the exact same. Bubba Horowitz, and he is in Redwood, Illinois. He's with Bubba Trading. And uh, let's talk about this protein market. We'll start over here in the cattle market. Another day of weakness here, and uh, just kind of drifting along here just a little bit. Last week's cash cattle trade, according to some, was a little bit of a disappointment compared to what they thought that cattle trade was going to uh, erupt at. Well, you know, I tell you, Jen, I don't really care about that. I don't look at that kind of stuff. What I look at is the actual money flow and what's going on. And there is no volume. There's really no interest. We've been we've had declining volume since uh, last week. And until we see some volume show up, whether it be on the sell or the buy side, we're not going anywhere. Now, from a, a technical standpoint, I mean, we're getting right to a point where I'd like to buy it anyways. And this is kind of where we assumed it would come down to. I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, October, you know, we're looking at probably around the 107 level anyway. So we're right in that neighborhood where I think we're going to see most likely a bounce and I think the rally will continue. You know, we, we didn't break, we didn't do any real technical damage here. So I think it looks really good. I think the same thing holds true for feeders. Feeders are a little stronger today than fats. But again, I think you're going to see uh, a continuation of the rally versus a new sell-off. I think this, uh, everything looks really solid. And again, I think there's just a lot of worries out there of, of the possible trade wars. And again, we're shaking out the weekends here as well. What do you make of this hog market uh, here today showing signs of life again? Well, again, again, I'm not really happy with the action. I'll, I'll sell it straight up. I mean, you know, Friday, Thursday, we were up limit. Friday, we rallied huge and failed. Today, we rallied huge and failed again. That is not a very bullish sign. I'm hoping that this is just a little bit of overbought conditions that we're going to hold up here. If To me, if it goes below 50 again, I think we get bigger problems. But I've, I've, I've been in and I, I, I continue to, to, to think we're going higher. But I'm not real thrilled with the way they're trading right now. And that is always an issue to watch out for. All right. Todd Bubba Horowitz here with us uh, to take a check of these markets. And, Todd, thank you very much. Always Thanks, good Dad. to talk to you, Todd, checking in from Redwood, Illinois, uh, with Bubba Trading. Let's uh, find out what's going on over here in the futures market as we take a closer look at these numbers. And uh, we find out here. Like and, of course, that was me with John Jenkins, Jenkinson from RFD TV. And uh, that's my uh, weekly appearance, one of my two weeklies with them. And, where we talk about what's going on with the grains and what's going on with the livestock and, and what's happening in the world. And, of course, my opinions have not changed. I, of course, I've taken a lot of heat and scorn for uh, my call that the trade wars would be settled last week. But, uh, again, I think they're very close. Uh, and I think that, uh, as I said, I believe the grains are a buy. I thought that Friday's bearish action was actually bullish action and, and, and another opportunity to buy. And on Monday, uh, we saw the markets mixed, but soybeans made a, a pretty nice move. And, of course, today we're higher across the board. And I think that's just uh, what we're looking for. Again, I don't want markets to go straight up. I want them, you know, the bigger money 
in trading any market is being with the trend for a longer period of time. That's where the big money comes in. Yes, you can make little bits of money and make big hits, but the best money is made when you get onto a long-term trend. And I think we're going to get into a long-term trend in the grain markets here. Uh, and I think that that's where I want to be. I think that's where we're going to get the, the greatest amount of success is by seeing that. So that certainly is where I would like to be. And I think that's what we're going to end up seeing out of here. I think that, uh, uh, the cattle looks really good. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, I, I'm long, long hogs. I like hogs, but I'm a little concerned. I didn't like the last two days of trading, uh, the big spikes up in the failure, uh, again, but hopefully we can hold and make, and we're making higher lows. So that looks good. And I, I think pretty much the ag complex across the board is good. But if you remember, and I try to always talk about this, is why not be hedged in general and not have to worry about it? The, the minuscule amount of percentage money that you have to pay to be hedged is silly not to be hedged. You take it for what it's worth. But why have to think about it? Why worry about it? Why lose sleep when these things happen when you can easily handle it from the beginning and never have to think about it. That's just, you know, it's just one man's opinion. And of course, uh, you'll get more on hedging in general on Saturday. If you want to join me, it's free. Uh, I'll do a hedging webinar at noon. Go to BubbaTrading.com. There's a link that'll pop up and you can sign up for free. No credit card required, nothing. And while you're there, also sign up for Bubba's daily update. Uh, because again, obviously I like to update you and keep you included on what's going on with the markets. And of course, to go to libertytalk.fm and download the show each and every day. That's my radio station. So you can check it out and we've got full 24 hour day content. In the meantime, as always, I thank you all for being here. It's always a pleasure to share time with you. This is the Bubba show, Todd Bubba Horwitz, and we'll see you back here on Wednesday tomorrow. Have a great day. Everybody. Thank you so much. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a great night, everybody. See you later. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.